1: Like a patchwork quill And when you've learned them once You always will 11 miles 11 miles 11 miles In case we learned a lie, when we learned to lay, you stole my shirt, stole my shirt, you stole my shirt. And those first times, they go down as smooth as you'd expect them to. A sweet bird in you, but when I'm passing through. Hands, They just won't keep There's things we lost Things we lost Things we lost In an old backseat And dim the lights. That crossing, And nothing feels brand new Those first times They go down as smooth as you'd expect them to Sweet burning you But when I'm passing through i remember you It won't be hard You're hard to forget You're hard to forget where we shoved loose said you were cold you were cold you were cold said I was too
0: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? let's go nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition And there's an organ throughout the album. I really like the sad organ in this. And I thought this song was a beautiful song about a first love.
2: It's about a a lot of just first everythings. The song is more about the loss of innocence than it's the collective feeling of the loss of innocence, the first loves, the etc. It's not about a single person. It's not about a single experience that happened, but it's about that feeling, about that feeling of like the last of your innocence. Yeah.
0: And why 11 miles?
2: Our house was basically like 11 miles from town, 11 to 13 miles from Lubbock, but 13 miles doesn't sing that well.
0: <laughs> you know,
2: 11 miles is 11 miles, basically 11 miles from Lubbock or from, you know, kind of where the
0: city was. Got it. Cause I um, didn't associate this with being in Lubbock, this song. I really, I get the thing about first and loss of innocence. The thing that catches me on this song is the percussion is really, really good. There's hard drums with lots of space and these sort of shimmering cymbals on it. Who did this? And tell me about how you put that together. Brian Cox has been my drummer
2: for, and one of my best friends for a few years now. And Brian is one of the guys I truly believe I'll be working with until I'm done working. Like he's one of the best drummers. First of all, let me kind of brag a little bit on these guys. I'm really lucky to have a Lights Out band.
0: They are a killer. And I will say like top to bottom, this band is tight and they're tight with multiple guitars because you're typically like on an acoustic, if I'm correct.
2: Yeah, I played a little bit of electric and so Jeremy's not in my band, but Jeremy played most of the guitar parts. My now guitar player, Mike Dunton, played some guitar tracks. He played like the solo on Freewheeling. And then Rob McNally, who's a first call slide guy, played on some a couple other songs. My bass player was my old bass player who I've been with for for years and years and years and It was this whole thing. Okay. So first of all, yeah, like hats off to those guys because, and I will brag on, they are a great band and it makes my job easy because I don't have to worry about how something's going to sound because I know how it's going to sound. But also there is the conversation that comes up and it comes up a lot when you're making records in Nashville and it's, why would you not use the Nashville studio musicians? That's a good question. It's a fair question. That's such a Nashville insider question it's a fair question. It's a question that has a good answer to for me. If I didn't have the guitar playing that I had on this record, first of all, for this type of record, you know, for kind of something that's more on the the alternative side, the Americana side, he's one of those guys that gets the calls. Like, you know, he is one of those guys because he captures the mood. But if you hire one of the first call music row guys, pop country guys, whatever, you don't get that feeling. You don't get the mood of the record. The mood changes, Right let's say you call whoever to play bass, whoever to play drums. They're still not going to care as much as my guys do. Hmm. So there's a lot of
0: caring in this album. You can feel it. Absolutely.
2: They care about the parts. They care about their mark on the record. They care about the songs because they're the ones that have been out playing them. And it, it helps to, like, I'm so lucky and thankful to get to work with these guys because it is the first time where I have... My favorite band that I've had yet. And not everybody can say that. Like, you know, there's sometimes either personalities clash or, or whatever, or sometimes, you know, one of your road guys is not the best musician, but he's on the road with you because he's a great hang. I'm lucky in that the guys that are on the record are great hangs and great musicians. And I've known them for a really long time. So yeah, they care. You could make the case that you could call first call guitar player so and so. And he could come in and knock it out. But maybe the mood's not there. Maybe the feel's not there. Whatever. And that's stuff that...
0: Makes a difference.
2: Yeah. For the record that we made... And again, if I was making like kind of a top 40 sounding pop country record, my idea about it might change a little bit. But for what we're doing for these songs, the right guys were in the room. So Brian can do anything on drums. Like he's one of my favorite drummers of all time.
0: So the drum part on 11 miles, he just like comes up with it first take. So actually, yeah, I've been
2: producing this really talented gal here in Nashville named Allie Dunn here lately. And Brian played the drums on it. And Brian, he likes hearing the song. We're coming into the studio pretty fresh and open eared, and then just kind of playing with what feels good to him. What feels good for the song. His talent level is so high And his technique is high, but his knowledge of music past and present is really, really huge too. So he's got a lot of reference to pull from and he knows how to fit the song, which is super important. He can also sing anything
0: like he can sing any harmony. Well, I haven't covered this with you on this episode, but I love your voice. I am... I, You know, it's one of the joys of doing this is I, I, I did not know your music before it was sent to me, and I put it on, and I am a Ross Cooper fan now. I love your voice. It's a beautiful tenor, and it's got uh, soul and real range and tonality, and you fit your voice to the song, and it's just, I like listening to your music if you don't get the point. Well, I, <laughs> thanks, man. I really appreciate that.